This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Holy Thursday, 6 April in the year of our Lord, 2023. I want to go to Dr. Shiva. Now, Dr. Shiva, if memory serves me, this is all your lawsuit, I think a couple of years ago, at least two years ago or even longer, all brought this to light, this backdoor. Explain it. Just first, I want to just make sure people understand nomenclature. Why is this important? What is a backdoor? John Mills, who's, you know, worked with DIA, is a, not, not an Intel guy per se, but worked in the Intel community as being second deed over there, knows a lot about this. He was blown away and got to me over the weekend when this was exposed on Twitter, and he hadn't really heard of the lawsuit. I said, hey, this is somebody, you know, Dr. Shiva's known this for a couple of years. What is a backdoor? Why is it the third rail? Why, when you found it out, it was so important? And I realize it hasn't been covered to the depth that we everybody should have covered it. But why now? Why is this so important? And why does this really put a glaring light on the crime scene that's Twitter and, quite frankly, Elon Musk, quote unquote, management or mismanagement of Twitter since he's taken over the crime scene, sir? Steve, the important thing to understand is, you know, the First Amendment says that Congress shall uh, uh, essentially pass no laws to abridge the freedom of speech. What has happened is the unholy alliance between Silicon Valley and Congress. Uh, resulted in the formation of CISA, which resulted in the creation of this backdoor portal, which our lawsuit was the first to expose. And it was only you and Gateway Pundit that covered our lawsuit. And it is my opinion that the other influencers of mainstream media were essentially uh, told, directed not to cover this third rail. And the reason is why. Because what our lawsuit uncovered is that the First Amendment is essentially gone. That, And when I say backdoor, if you recall, Steve, what we uncovered was on... Uh, in the September uh, 2020 and October 2020 hearings in Massachusetts, where I was thrown off Twitter and I was thrown off because I exposed government malfeasance. I went into court, represented myself against three uh, attorneys in federal court, and it was revealed that the government, the first revelation was the government has a thing called a partner support portal, a VIP access into Twitter that they used to silence a U.S. Senate candidate. I received a huge victory at that point on October 30th, 2020. You guys covered it. Jim Hoft covered it. And the importance of this was that government and big tech, we had found, actually has a particular vehicle to get into it. So, you know, John Mills is not getting this right. It's not a line of code. And if we just think it's a line of code, we're letting these guys get away. Here's a big issue. So in October 2020, we figure out there's a thing called a partner support portal. That results uh, in me on November 4th being put back on Twitter Judge ordered Twitter, a judge ordered the government of Massachusetts that you will not screw around with this guy with his election. Well, on November 4th, I'm back on Twitter, unfortunately, after the election. And then I start tweeting away on February 1st when I once again share the evidence on Twitter when I'm put back on of the, that the government had uh, uh, participated in election fraud by deleting ballot images. Boom, Steve, I'm taken off within 17 minutes. 
and that revealed the existence of algorithms. I went back into federal court on May of 2021, and during that period, Steve, the second part of this portal was I had discovered, which I shared with you guys, a series of documents called playbooks, which were created at Harvard Belfer School, and those playbooks revealed a step-by-step -step manual on how you would silence U.S. citizens if they went against the government. And that manual was revealed in court, and what that revealed was it was not just the portal with the partner support portal, but an ecosystem of government and non-government officials, a rotating door of people who had gotten together at Harvard Belfer School with my defendants, which included Twitter, which included uh, the government of Massachusetts and a whole array of people to create a silencing infrastructure, okay? Which today the grifters are calling the censorship industrial complex and none of those people covered this in 2020 or 2021. You did, Steve, and Jim Hoff did. And that led to the judge in that lawsuit, if you remember, the judge said, this lawsuit, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit, will go down in history as a lawsuit that will be covered in every constitutional law class. While we were on your shows and others, Steve, we were getting this out to close to 250 million people. Again, none of the mainstream media, none of the so-called free speech influencers purposely didn't cover this because this is too, it's a third rail. So uh, that led into a follow-up hearing, which was supposed to take place in July. In May of 2021, the judge appointed me a constitutional lawyer. He said, you've done such a great job in fighting this lawsuit. And at that point, it was me against seven lawyers, three from Twitter, three from the government of Massachusetts and the state election direct uh, and the National Association of State Election Directors. In fact, Wilmer and Hale thought I had shadow counsel because they said there's no way this guy could have written all these briefs. So in June of 2021, you may remember, Steve, there was a document that came out from the Stanford Internet Observatory, which we were the first to expose. Yep. And that was called the Long Fuse Report. In the Long Fuse Report, it detailed not only the partner support portal, not only the government and non-government actors, but it also detailed the fact that Pierre Omidyar, the guy who founded The Intercept, the Murdochs, and other billionaires had contributed to create the non-governmental NGO called, uh, or support funded called the Center for Internet Security, which served as the laundering mechanism, so government would shut, would send their request to silence someone to this NGO, and then the NGO would, would tell Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. That ended up resulting, Steve, in a wonderful diagram, which people can go see on winbackfreedom.com, which became part of the second amended complaint. Well, the lawyer that the judge appointed me freaked out, Steve, and he said, oh my God, he goes, where'd you get this? He then, two, three days before the lawsuit is due, he guts my entire lawsuit, says, Shiva, you're going to make history. Be happy to just get back on Twitter for, with injunctive relief. Drop all the claims against the government. Well, I didn't want to play that game, Steve, and I refused. And within 72 hours, not only did I have to fire this lawyer, but then I had to do thousands of pages of briefs myself. When I went into court on July of 2021, it was like a pit of viper, Steve. By the way, 5,000 people were in Zoom over the course of this watching this lawsuit. And again, none of the mainstream media covered this. In July, what ended up happening was a judge threatened me. He said, you will only, uh, uh, you will drop all the claims against the government. He threatened me with going after all my computers, threatened me with criminal time, jail time, et cetera. And then he sealed the lawsuit because he wanted to hide that diagram. Well, I'd already put it up on Twitter. I mean, up on uh, social media, uh, on my own website, winbackfreedom.com, but what that revealed was that the backdoor portal is an ecosystem. 
of these billionaires who funded the NGOs, government, non-government officials, the entire sort of, it was, a, it was a mini PhD thesis, Steve. So we are, so again, no one covered it but you guys. In October of this year, or 2022, October 20, uh, 28, you may remember Musk walking in to Twitter saying, oh, I'm gonna let this sink in. And on the 29th, I was still on Facebook. I posted, I said, Elon, if you're serious about free speech, are you going to take down this backdoor portal? Well, that started going semi-viral. And then boom, The Intercept drops this story saying, oh my God, we've discovered this backdoor portal with DHS. Well, remember, Steve, the backdoor portal is a full ecosystem. And this is what is called in, in the intelligence community a limited hangout. It was a damage control. And Fang, who was with The Intercept, gets suddenly promoted all over the internet. Tucker Carlson has him on, Glenn Greenwald retreats him, the ACLU. And it was a plagiarism of our lawsuit, but it was a limited version. It was a tip of the iceberg. This is a classic technique where the intelligence community releases a little piece of something and then wants to hide the larger ecosystem. Well, I blasted The Intercept. I blasted, uh, you know, Tucker, et cetera, because why, why didn't you cover our stuff? Because I emailed Tucker and Greenwald back in 2020. And the reality is that The Intercept story was a limited hangout, damage control, because they knew Dr. Shiva, I wasn't gonna stop. And I continued blasting it out there and but but but, but hang, but hang on hang over a second yeah. glenn glenn greenwald's been at the tip of the spear of exposing this why would they what did fang who's a pretty well-known guy what did fang not cover when when they basically said hey we now see that there's a uh, there's a backdoor portal what they not they didn't get to the depth of the ecosystem that it's actually just deeper than a portal there's an entire ecosystem that part of it's funded by these uh, by these billionaires in, in partnership with Stanford and other people? Is that what they didn't get to? Yeah, well, they didn't get to the the, uh, the important piece of Steve, this ecosystem, DHS is one small piece. It's like you know, you're looking at the elephant and you're showing them the tusk and you say, let's move along. The reality is who funded the Center for Internet Security's clearance system to do this laundering of censorship? Pierre Omidyar, Steve. Pierre Omidyar, as you know, is the one who founded eBay. He's the one who bought PayPal yeah. from Musk and Thiel. And guess who funded, started and funded The Intercept and funded it? Pierre Omidyar. So why don't you cover your boss who founded, started The uh, Intercept? Why aren't you revealing that he's the one who funded this backdoor mechanism and funded the clearance mechanism? So this is, you know, you remember the Nixon administration and the Haldeman tapes, they found out Nixon said, oh, yeah. we don't want to rele release everything about Watergate. Let's release a manicured story so the public thinks they got it and yeah. let's move along. And that's what, what they the, did, the, Steve. Hey, 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 let me go back to this. Is your suit still sealed by the judge? Did he see, is, is your suit still sealed and the only thing that we have is, is your diagram, the only thing you were able to get out Yeah, What I did, Steve, was that they wanted to buy me out, which is just get back on Twitter you know, and drop all the other claims. And the judge had a threat of criminal and all, uh, all, all this stuff against me. So what I did was I filed a, uh, an amended complaint, which included the diagram. And I said, screw you guys. I don't want to just go back on Twitter and hide all this stuff. But now, Steve, we're starting the lawsuit, which we'll be, we'll be filing very shortly against CISA and DHS. You see, we went after the government of Massachusetts. Remember, we never went after Twitter. The judge brought in Twitter. It was always a government and now we're going after the real issue, which is the federal government, CISA and DHS. But the bottom line, I think the third rail 
is that if you look at this, Elon Musk knows everything about it. The day that I got back on Twitter in December 20, 2022, I did a tweet which said, hey, Elon, I'll be the CEO of Twitter. Well, that got like 20 million views. After that, Steve, from December, January, February, March, I started escalating my attacks on Musk. I said, are you going to take down this portal, this backdoor portal? Clayton Morris from Redacted in an open Twitter spaces on December 22nd said, Musk, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit has shown that this backdoor portal, are you going to take it down? Now, Musk thinks everyone else is stupid. He said, well, that's very interesting. It sounds very Orwellian. I'll get back to you. He's never gotten back to anyone. But since December, January, February, I've escalated tweet after tweet after tweet. Are you going to take down this backdoor portal? And I've had to take a lot of heat from, quote unquote, conservatives who think that Musk is their you know, false god. And the reality is every time I tweeted, Steve, up upwards, yep. attacking him, my impressions have gone down from 500,000 per day to 350,000 yep. to 50,000 to 20,000. Musk is not Dr. there Shiva, to fix the crime scene. Yeah. He's part of the crime scene. Oh, I know. He's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Dr. Shiva, we're going to have to bounce, but I've got to get you back on. So we'll, after the show, we'll figure it out. Right now, how do people go and get access to as much information? Because they're going to have to immerse themselves in this. Where do they go right now to get the most information possible until we have you back on? They should go to winbackfreedom.com. It lays out all the, uh, all the uh, dossiers and the transcripts of our lawsuit, exposes you know, all these influencers, Taibi, and all these people who are essentially lapdogs for Musk, covering up and doing essentially feigning transparency, Steve. So winbackfreedom.com. There's a lot more to this, but Musk is really the devil here. And, people, and conservatives are being sheepled back into, you know, thinking that he's solving free speech. In fact, what he's done is created an environment where it's, it's essentially the death of free speech 2.0. Uh, Dorsey was very open about it. Musk is essentially taking a much more sophisticated view, and people yeah. are in digital cages now. Okay, let's get – we're going to get everybody to the site, and then we're going to try to work with you and get you back on tomorrow to go and to take another cut of this and go into more depth because this is very explosive. I knew as soon as Mills came to me with the technical part of it, I said, well, hang on. This dovetails right back to what she was talking about. And now I remember it was actually before the election of 2020. You were – you I think exactly. we had you on in September, October. September, October. Okay, That's Dr. Sheba. Th thanks, Steve. We, we got to bounce. Win back a freedom. We're going to get everybody there. Dr. Sheba, I'll call you right after the show. We'll figure out, but get you back on tomorrow. Okay. Uh, we still got a lot to get through, and somehow we're going to do it. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all life for too long. We will end with Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. 
They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um... We're going to have Dr. Shiva back on tomorrow. We're going to get all over this uh, part of the story because he's right. It is a third rail, and uh, there's something – I'm telling you, there's something not right with Twitter. I said this from the beginning. It's a crime scene. We know that. But the entire – there's just something not right. Well, I'll spend more time with this and then come back to you. But I'm never wrong in these things. Once the, once, I, the, once the thing goes, hey, something's not right, when we drill down into it, you'll find out it's not right. This is um, – by the way, that Stanford Observatory, one of the reasons I remember this is that Obama, for a long-time um, War Room viewers, remember Obama went out to Stanford, to this where they had, they had the conference out there, because this observatory, and I think the observatory also put up that War Room and Miles Guo and everything we're saying about the CCP was all misinformation about the CCP. They, they eviscerated us. Obama went out there and actually used my name. Oh, yeah, the misinformation from, from guys like Bannon, right? This was top of mind of these guys. In this back door, there's something, uh, this ecosystem that Shiva found basically in court filings and arguing in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts uh, in, in 2020. Because I remember having him on the show and having the uh, Hoffs do the interviews or do the interviews over Gateway. Anyway, we'll get to the bottom of it. Uh, Reggie Littlejohn, the committee in present danger. We got so much going on. I got it. The sovereignty deal with the WHO is front burner. Walk me through, Reggie, what's going on? You had an amazing event yesterday. I want people to get access to it. What's the problem? What's the issue? What's the solution, ma'am? So, Steve, something that people don't realize is that the World Health Organization has basically planted a trap for us. And uh, it has to do with our our um, international sovereignty, the sovereignty as a nation, and also our personal medical sovereignty. There are two instruments that are currently under negotiation that the Biden administration is pressing um, that would enable the World Health Organization basically to declare a pandemic or any other health emergency in the United States and move in without our consent and direct our health care. And it's not just for people, it's for you know, animals, plants, the environment. And it would also enable them to say, tell doctors what the treatment is, including forced vaccinations, or if you refuse, quarantine. And so if people don't want Xi Jinping basically sitting in their doctor's office with them, we have launched something called the Sovereignty Coalition. And it's at sovereigntycoalition.org. We just launched it yesterday. There's an enormous group of luminaries that's come together from all different aspects of life to say the United States must withdraw from the World Health Organization. And the reason we have to withdraw is we can't help, we can't stop these votes from going through. They're at the, the global level. It's something the United States can't stop. And we also can't count on our Senate to stop it because um, Senator Johnson just had an amendment 
about 10 days ago saying all anything passed by the WSHO has to pass through the Senate and the Senate voted it down. And it was voted down along party lines and Senator Johnson sent out a tweet saying, I am so sorry that the Demo- it's very sad that the Democratic Party appears not to care about our national sovereignty. So um, join me, join Frank Gaffney, join, for example, Michelle Bachman, Naomi Wolf, uh, Dr. Um, Peter McCullough in demanding that the United States withdraw from the World Health Organization, sign our declaration. It's called the American Sovereignty Declaration. So I would urge everyone to go to Sovereignty Coalition. Yeah, we're going to get on this. Uh, Give me the timing. Because what they're doing is signing, they're basically agreeing to treaties that don't have to go through the treaty process. You need two-thirds. The the founders of this republic understood that if you were going to do treaties of this magnitude, you had to have more than just party line. You actually had to get two-thirds of the Senate to approve it. And that's what they're getting around. That's where they're backdooring this thing. So so how do people – give me the site again, and what's the timing? When, when do we have to – when will these things be approved by the WHO? Because we've covered this for a while, and it's always this question about process. Where do we stand in the process actually in Geneva? Okay, so where we stand in the co- process in Geneva is officially – their schedule says that this is going to come up to a final vote in May of 2024. However, in May of 2023, we are going to have they're, they're going to be discussing it and more or less coming t- towards finalizing these documents. But the reason that we need to act now is that according to their laws, we have to give them a one year notice to actually withdraw. So we have to say now that a year from now we're going to withdraw. So in order for us to be withdrawn by the time that these horrible laws hit, we have to withdraw now. Yeah. Okay. Hang on for a second. We're going to get all over this. Okay. Um, Frank, I want to bring you in. And they got Chris. The here's what to remember. What you see at the Security Council and the General Assembly of the United States in New York is is is. Only one-tenth of the damage that they do, although the Security Council is obviously quite important. The engine room of the uh, United Nations, uh, UNESCO, WHO, it's in Geneva, the worst city in the world with the biggest, most crooks in the world in the worst city in the world. Ambassador Bremberg, who is – because you have two ambassadors. One, the Nikki Haley goes to New York. The other one goes to Geneva. Bremberg gets over there, and, uh, and he tells you. The whole place is infested with the Chinese Communist Party. They got they got officials in every one of these things. This this is a deal. The UN, the engine room that makes everything happen, including UNESCO and WHO and all of it, all comes out of Geneva and is all controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Frank, uh, the two things in front of us. Number one, we've been had Mike Davis on. We've been talking about the indictment. You've got in the committee on the presentation has the real indictment. The book that outlines the work we've done for the last two years to lay out the indictment of not just she uh, and his gangster colleagues in Beijing, what they've done to the Chinese people, what they've done to the American people, but also, quote unquote, old friends, which is their term for their the fifth column here in the United States. Tell me about uh, yesterday, Kevin McCarthy, the standing up for Taiwan on a, on a basically bipartisan basis, maybe not as hard as we like, but not bad. And then the Chinese response, CCP PLA response overnight, sir. Yeah, credit to uh, Speaker McCarthy for having the meeting with Tsai uh, just as soon as it had been in Taipei, but 
at least he did have it, and for making clear that unlike Joe Biden, unlike his administration, uh, the United States Speaker of the House, House of Representatives on a bipartisan basis, as you say, Steve, is standing with Taiwan. He said something very important, I think, uh, subsequently on Laura Ingram's show last night in which he explicitly said he was going to move legislation to revoke China's most favored nation status. Now, that, of course, was the vehicle for getting them into the World Trade Organization, which in turn became the vehicle for much of their unrestricted warfare, particularly the economic kind, against our country. Uh, we would not have China as the formidable enemy that it is, certainly the military enemy, but arguably the economic, political, and strategic enemy either, had it not been for Bill Clinton selling out our country by putting the Chinese uh, into most favored nation status and then into the World Trade Organization. So uh, it obviously is a long way from having that legislation enacted and uh, implemented, but it's the right kind of message. And it's what we are trying to get yes. at with this book, The Indictment. Yes. We need to yes. take the fight to the Chinese Communist Party. You've been yes. doing it you know, from the inception of this program, Steve. Yes. Our Committee on the Present Danger of China similarly has been trying to make the case that the unrestricted warfare that the CCP has been engaged in against us, this transnational criminal organization, has given rise to war crimes against our country. In addition to the crimes against humanity, Reggie Littlejohn is all over that, particularly the murder of over 400 million children in utero in China. But our purpose is to say, with this book, the indictment available now at amazon.com for pre-order, yeah. that there are things we can do to take down the CCP by holding it yeah. accountable for these crimes if and making their friends pay as accomplices to those crimes. And we name names in this book. Look, here's the thing I wanted to have yep. the guys on because you saw with McCarthy and they did a good job. It was, it was, uh, you had a lot of Democrats, you had Seth Moulton, a lot of, it was a, it was bipartisan, probably the most bipartisan thing I've seen here. And this is about their unrestricted warfare and reason the indictments are impossible in, in, uh, so important. What did the Chinese, what did the CCP and the PLA do immediately when they saw Tsai and they saw McCarthy? They sent a carrier battle group, a carrier strike force into the Straits of Taiwan. They also, Reuters reported last night that they were going to have a blockade. Essentially, they were going to stop cargo ships entering Taiwan under, I guess, Taiwan flag. They're going to stop them, board them, and inspect them. Right. They, come and they are coming now with kinetic. They're coming with kinetic. If you want to avoid a kinetic war in the South China Sea, in the Straits of Taiwan, and over the chip factories in Taiwan, if you want to avoid that, You've got to get, you've got to implement what the indictment says. We must cut them off from capital. We must cut them off from technology, and we must do that immediately, immediately, right. immediately. We are playing with fire here, and I'm telling you, they're going to roll, and they're going to roll hard. Okay, and what you're going to end up with is a shattered world economy because you're going to have a bunch of shattered high ch chip plants in Taiwan, and you're going to have a lot of dead Americans, including they're going to take down a carrier battle group in the South China Sea or the Straits of Taiwan in defense of this. So you got two choices. You either, you either got to do the unrestricted warfare they've been doing and cut them off from capital and technology today, which the indictment lays out an entire process of how you do that, the economic war, the psychological, the cyber, the information war, or get ready – 
because they're 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 going to roll and they're going to roll hard. We're going to take a short break. I got Reggie Littlejohn. I've got Dave Bratt. We have Frank Gaffney. Uh, Christian Ziegler is going to join us. Chris Hoare. We're packed on Holy Thursday, but I commit to you. Somehow we're going to get it all done. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world. But we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Um, I want people to understand, they didn't sanction me. The Two minutes after uh, Biden took his hand off the Bible at high noon, Peter Navarro and I were fully sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. We're only two people... I'm the only civilian in American history to ever be fully sanctioned by the CCP. Navarro and I are the only two people in American history ever to see uh, sanctioned by the CCP because he was that day too, but he was obviously working in the government. And we're both uh, criminally indicted for contempt of Congress. These are kind of inextricably linked. Frank, uh, by the way, shouldn't be lost here. Trump, Miles Gro, Steve Bennett, and Miles Gro's the trial this afternoon is going to be Higginbotham. We, Matt Palumbo, that works over uh, with um, folks, he's been putting his stuff up at Gateway Pundit. He's a Dan Bongino's editor. He's been covering Higginbotham. You're going to see today testimony in, the, in that trial that it's going to blow your head. The, the media won't cover it. A, a, a DOJ employee that's been taken, took, had access and took $40 million of money, all bribes coming from the CCP, to extradite people out of the United States and senior members of the Republican Party, right? Elliot Brody and uh, Steve Wynn. Up to their neck in this thing. Steve Wynn should, be, should already be a, a, a foreign agent representing the Chinese Communist Party. Why? Because the casino in Macau, all the, 90% of his cash flow comes from Macau. This is all about money and power. Frank Gaffney, you said something, and I believe it was you, or somebody at the committee, I think it was you, as we talked about, uh, we talked about kinetic war. You said that we are that the United States is not prepared because in Vietnam and Korea and in in in, the, in Iraq and Afghanistan you could always say hey we lost the political will and we moved on. You said 
the country's going to have to get ready psychologically for a major military defeat that is not reversible. And it ain't like withdrawn from Afghanistan. It's not like uh, just saying, okay, we're going to walk away from the Ambar province, right? This is different. This is actually a major military defeat. And that's what I'm warning people about. And I ain't wrong on this. I ain't been wrong on this from the beginning, right? I've been on this CCP thing for over a decade since the Olympics, the Chinese Olympics of 2008 when I was over there and saw what they had in mind, uh, which took place, by the way, three weeks, four weeks before the financial collapse in 2008. And in the middle of that, that's also what brought Obama to power, that financial collapse, at least at that time. Frank Gaffney, uh, we can avoid all this. This is the warning. We can avoid all this if we implement what's laid out in the indictment. How do, how do people get the book, Frank? The book is available for pre-order now at Amazon.com. I recommend you go there, get it. Uh, we are anxious to make sure you have an action plan for what do we do under these circumstances. And Steve, I would just say, in addition to the steps that we're talking about, to prosecute the case against the Chinese Communist Party, this transnational criminal organization, and its accomplices in America— we also ought to be taking the most important lesson away from this fiasco in Ukraine. And that is you want to deter the war, if you can, before it starts, not try to yes. kludge up an arrangement to uh, minimize the problem afterwards. That is true in spades, especially if, and I think you're absolutely right, alas, the Chinese Communist Party thinks it can now attack not just Taiwan, not just probably the Philippines and Japan and South Korea and who knows who all else out there, but us, our territory, our battle groups, our personnel. Yeah. And that must be made as painful a prospect as possible. We have to get on it right now. We had, you know, we, we had the, uh, the folks on that talked about the Third Island chain. The Third Island chain out from Asia happens to be Us. where all the blood and sacrifice in World War II. All those islands we took with the United States Marines, all those historic amphibious landings, Jack Kennedy and the slot down there in the Solomons, Guadalcanal, all of it is right. being now political warfare. The Chinese Communist Party own it. Indeed. This is, these people are serious, and they're serious about taking us down. And here's the thing. There's a fifth column in this country that is working with them hand in glove. And the Lead indictment country. goes through that. Frank, thank you very much. We go, we go up on uh, – we're on Amazon today, so we can pre-order. That's my understanding, yes, sir. The first book from War Room Books. We waited till Frank and the team could get done. Reggie, uh, Frank, thanks. Uh, Reggie, Little John, how do people get to the sovereignty issue about WHO and others? Okay, so it's sovereigntycoalition.org. That's sovereigntycoalition.org. Please sign the declaration. Once U.S. sovereignty is handed over, it will be almost impossible to get it back. And also in these WHO agreements, they are pushing for a global international surveillance state with censorship to censor disinformation. So we have to stop this if we want to keep our freedom and we got to stop it now. Reggie, thank you so much. Thank you for all the great work you're doing. We can't let the festering sore that is Geneva spread into the United States anymore. That's already spread. So thank you very much, ma'am. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to keep Chris Hoare for a second. Let me have Brat tie this all together, brother, as only you can do, sir. Yeah, well, Reggie and uh, Frank, it's all the same. We open with the financial markets. Uh, the Fed, 
Uh, we were about ready to see a credit collapse, and the Fed added after after they took away 700 billion, uh, which was the right direction. They added 700 billion in liquidity again to just keep the circus moving, right? The sugar high going, and so our betters, right, just keep the damage going until it collapses, so that the rich can make their profits. Same exact story and logic with Taiwan. Uh, the Fortune 500, big techs, all trading with uh, the Chinese, right? The CCP uh, government uh, for profits going to them. Uh, and they're just going to wait until it crashes. Like you just said, they got what more hint do you need? There's a, ba a carrier battle group out in the surrounding Taiwan, two of them uh, right now. Uh, and we can solve this. Like you said, with unrestricted warfare going back, kick them off our financial markets right now, kick them out of Hollywood, kick them out of our universities. Uh, until they allow the golden rule, right? Uh, just if anything we allow them, they have to allow us. Seems fair to me. And so uh, we got to get serious right now. Our elites are pushing us into financial catastrophe and they're pushing us into uh, kinetic war, don't, as you hey, pointed out in your CPAC don't, talk. By the way, we didn't, even have, we didn't even have time today to get Harnwell from Rome to talk about Macron yeah. kowtowing and the president of the EU kowtowing in, in Beijing. Uh, now Zelensky said, oh, as soon as I do the counteroffensive that the Americans pay for and I get down to the to the gates of Yalta and I get down to Crimea, then we can negotiate. After, after we've gone down and turned the thing into a charnel house, even more than Bakhmut yeah. is, killed more people, and the Americans put in more hundreds of billions of dollars, then we'll negotiate. Once we do, thanks, Zelensky. Thanks for telling me what are my, our foreign policy of our nation's going to be. So, since we don't care about two Slavic people slugging it out in the eastern Russian-speaking territory of Ukraine. That's that's your deal. And if Europe wants to get involved in it, let it be Europe's deal. It's not our deal. Um, and don't believe us when we talk about collapse. Look at the lead story in Politico. If you can put that back up again. Yep. Uh, a specter hangs over Washington among Washington's leaders of the lost decades. Where have I heard that before? Where have I heard lost? Oh, yeah, I heard that in War Room a couple of years ago. Bannon and, and Brad and Cortez and Navarre, they've been hammering this. It's going to be in the IMF. The IMF head comes out and says the worst prospect for the global economy since, wait for it, the 1990s. What was the 1990s? It was a real estate collapse, and it led to the, wait for it, lost decades in Japan. And, hey, those decades are still lost. started as a decade, and, what, 30 years later, they're still lost. Okay? They're still lost. Yep. That's what – these are created crises by this illegitimate regime and others of these globalists – that are now converging, and I said in CPAC, when it converge, it's going to conflate. And once it conflates, it's the law of unintended consequences because you ain't going to have be able to keep control of this. You're not going to have easy, simple decisions. Every easy decision related to this passed us a decade ago, okay? And Trump, for all you people out there and all the people in the media that watch this that hate him and hate his guts and hate when he talks and says he's saying bad things about the judge, show me – Anybody on earth that could have given us four years of peace and prosperity during these times, four years of peace and prosperity, and then the CCP had to take it out with a bioweapon. And we all know that. And now you got Bobby Kennedy Jr. He's announced for president. The importance of his presidency, yeah. his run, he ain't going to be president, but the importance of his run, he's going to strip the bark off of Fauci. He's going to strip the bark off of Wuhan. And we need somebody out there to do that. Yep. Chris Orr, uh, join us here for a second. You're always coming in. I ask you, every time you got a deal, particularly in these times, when you got a deal, please bring it to the war room first. What do you got for folks today, brother? Because, uh, hey, trust me, our team needs help and needs assistance. So what do you got for us? 
Well, Steve, the United States may not be ready, but uh, the Warren Posse can be. Uh, if they go to BeReady123.com, that's BeReady123.com. We've got the EcoFlow generators um, on sale. And look, these generators can power anything from your fridge and up to packages that can power your entire house. And we've got them at 30 to 34% off. Um, the EcoFlow Pro Home Backup Bundle can power a 3,000-square-foot house, Steve, by itself with the solar panels. So these are going to be essential. Uh, we've got the uh, EcoFlow uh, River Max that can power smaller units, that can power hair dryers, can power small fridges, you know, and these are portable units. You can take them with you. Uh, so just call us, 941-955-1020. That's 941-955-1020. And uh, these are all limited. Steve, there's only 50 of each of these available, and that's it, and they're gone. But uh, given okay. everything you're got, saying, and we, anyone who follows you, hang, 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 we got we only got fifty. We only got fifty of each. Is that what you're telling me? That's it. Then they're gone. Yep. And and, and give the number again slowly because I want the Warren Posse have first dibs on these. What's the number? It's nine four one nine five five one zero two zero. That's nine four one nine five five one zero two zero. And there's two types of what, give it to me again. It's two types of generators. Well, we actually have five bundles there. The uh, the intro level one is uh, five hundred thirty five dollars. You're saving fifteen percent. This can go in the boot of your car. It can you can carry it around. You can move with it. You can plug right into it. Um, and then we have all the way up to uh, the largest, uh, the Pro Home Backup Bundle, which will, can power an entire house, Steve. And it can also be moved. It has wheels, and you can move wow. it. And that is five thousand two hundred dollars. But look, this will keep your house going in every single way. This is no joke. Perfect. Okay, I want everybody to go make the call. You'll have a specialist there. They can walk you through all the details, the information, all that. Chris Hoare, thank you so much for making these available to the uh, Warren Posse. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Brad, tell me, uh, I got about a minute. I got 90 seconds. Walk me through what the lost decades mean for people under 40 years old. When you talk about a lost decade, lost decades means growth yeah. around 1%, 1.5%. What is that going to mean yeah. to your young charges at Liberty University, sir? Yeah, Wall Street Journal today, uh, page two, uh, artificial intelligence is going to double productivity, they say, to 1.5%. That means productivity is only at 0.75%. So you've got a very bleak output, right? Productivity is your economic growth. And so the kids have a terrible decade coming up at them anyway. The politicians, after $7 trillion in spending, government spending, and $9 trillion on the Fed balance sheet in sugar high, uh, they're saying the economy is still sound. It is not. It is a corpse lying there, like we've said on this show for three years. Uh, the real economy will be exposed as soon as the last... Uh, sugar high, the last money goes through the system. There's a lag. So that'll be about another six months or so. They just added another trillion in sugar high. That will come to an end. It will expose the real economy. And so the kids and parents, the best thing is to skill yourself up. Get ready. Uh, there is a place for you in the economy, yeah. but you better be adding the skills that people want to hire. Yeah. Uh, just don't take the easy Big way time. out. And I just want to wish everyone, uh, God is uh, with the God's kingdom is uh, here on earth right now as it is in heaven and i want to wish you all a happy easter uh and to our uh, jewish brothers and sisters the same on passover how do people get to you on social media dave yeah brad economics on getter dave thanks for being my wingman appreciate it short 
commercial break. We'll return with an upbeat closing story on how activism is weaponized in the great free state of Florida. Next. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. I wanted, We started with the economy, the world's economy, the lost decades, things we've been talking about and, 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 and giving you the details of, but also this Wisconsin, that's right, John Fredrickson. I want to finish Holy Thursday and drive into the afternoon shows and to obviously Charlie Kirk's on a positive note. Christian Ziegler. Christian, you're an activist, and I think what we're seeing in Florida, and look, I think Governor Sanders has been a terrific governor. I've said that. I, I'm not sure he's ready to be commander-in-chief and president now, but that's a different topic. But it's just not Governor DeSantis in Florida. What we're seeing is a Republican Party that has been taken over by activists and including more precinct strategy and more activists. Your wife's done such a great job down there on the school boards. You've been an activist. Walk me through what's happening because I need people to be – I need an upbeat reality check on there. there is hope and there's hope through action and there's hope through focused, tough action, sir. No, there is. And Steve, your show has done a phenomenal job. I'll tell you, um, every county I go to, I talk to these new members of our local county parties, and a lot of them are coming from the the precinct strategy that you push on your show. So we're getting a lot of those individuals. I just became state chairman about a month and a half ago. Um, As you mentioned, I mean, I'm truly an activist. It's kind of in my blood. I'm a grassroots guy. I like being on the ground. Not a big fan of cocktail receptions. Would much rather be there on the streets. So What we're doing is we're really pushing an aggressive model for our state party here in Florida. Uh, We've had a lot of success in the past, um, and now we're going to expand that success and really look at these local races going after school boards, county and city commission races where they've really gone um, uncontested with zero accountability because people haven't been paying attention. So we're going to take the people that you have sent us and other people that have joined and, you know, these really true activists and, and soldiers and we're going to put them to work. And uh, so we're going to go after the Democrats aggressively. There was an article yesterday. Um, you know, we're not happy with our results in Florida. And so we get all 67 counties voting Republican. We're only five away. Um, then our job is not done until, and I tell everyone this, 
Our job is not done until every Democrat is out of office and every Democrat does not consider running for office. So that's the mentality we have and we're going to take here in Florida. Christian, by the way, let's get the articles amazing. Uh, what is the lesson? How do we transport this? The precinct strategy has done a great job of getting people at the local level. But you guys, now that you've taken the apparatus, because I hear people just, you know, in this debacle in Wisconsin, how do we take what you guys are doing and start to use that as a model for the rest of the nation? Because the thirst out there in this audience, the thirst out there at the local level cross country is people will go, my God. I just need to be put to work. I, I need to be. I need to be put in harness. How do you take your model, what you're doing in Florida, and tr- and and take that throughout the rest of the country? Well, look, you need a state party. Every state party needs to be the most aggressive, uh, really, organization in the state. Um, we should both be the most partisan, the most aggressive, and we need to hold the left accountable. We need to expose them. We need to show what they're truly doing. We need to put pressure on them, and then we need to go after them and. Um, you know, there's always this big debate about vote by mail and early voting. And I think when you look at Wisconsin, which was just discussed, um, you know, I, the reports coming out of there are uh, we did not do well in the early vote and the vote by mail and the Democrats were able to bank votes. Look, make no mistake. Me personally, I'm not a big fan of vote by mail. With that said, if it is in the rules, I mean, I encourage people like we need election reform, election integrity reform. Our governor here, Ron DeSantis, has done a great job doing that. But until your state bans something or goes a different direction, you need to take the rules, you need to look at them, and then you need to leverage them against the Democrats. And legally, we need to kick their ass in every single part of campaigning. And that does include vote by mail and early voting. So here in Florida, we're going to be super aggressive banking those votes early because that gives us an advantage going towards Election Day where we can spend more resources on a limited number of people and get them in. So the Democrats, you know, they've had a free for all with vote by mail and there's been zero accountability, but really zero countering to this. And in Florida, we're going to aggressively go after them. We're going to aggressively go after vote by mail and early voting, and we're going to stop the bleed early on and make sure that we're winning elections. So we're going to go after the ballots, not just as aggressive, but more aggressive than the Democrats here in Florida. I think, listen to what Christian's saying at the local of school boards, these local county commissions, these local town councils, all of it. And to go to, to contest all of it, because it's often been overlooked, contest all of it, and to defeat Democrats and wait for it to make sure that people that are Democrats or progressives will say, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to run. That's an attitude. That's an angle of attack. Christian, how do people get to you, what you're doing in the state party, how, what's your personal social media, how they get to the state party? I want to immerse people in what Florida is doing to become the free state of Florida. Governor Sanders is doing a terrific job as governor. I've always said that. But there's something deeper going on there. And this is an activist state of activists that have taken over a state party. And you show, see you can turn these things around and make them actual things that can lead to so much more freedom and prosperity. Where do they go, sir? That's exactly right, Steve. So um, we want everyone to get off the couch, especially in Florida, but really across the country, get involved, join our party, join our efforts and help us really expose the left and defeat the left. So you can just go to florida.gop and actually there's a drop down. You can find your county, you can contact your chairman and you can get involved. We need everyone to get off the couch. We need people to join the fight. We need the energy. We need the excitement, uh, but we really need the commitment to, de- to expose and defeat the left. But as you mentioned, Steve, the local level 
it is vital for us. We need to hold them accountable. They've been, been operating in the shadows. America is waking up and we need to expedite the accountability that they should have had. We need to bring it to them now uh, and show what they're doing and then make sure that they get fired if they're doing a bad job. And that's what we're going to do in Florida and across the country. Hopefully we're going to do that as well. Christian uh, Ziegler, thank you very much. Say I hi to the missus. We love her too. Yeah, Another she's fighter. a fighter. Thank you, brother. Um, okay, we're back at five, five to seven tonight. We're going to be on fire. Then tomorrow, I've got the specials on uh, Good Friday. Of course, Holy Saturday, we do the Descent into Hell. I've got Tom Williams and uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall. I uh, want to leave you with, uh, make sure MyPillow.com promo code WARROOM. Get buy one, get one free. Mike couldn't make a day for the election. Crime Bureau, he's out and about. Um, we got Charlie Kirk, the great Charlie Kirk, on follows on Real America's Voice. Make sure you stick around. Get two more, get another couple hours of populism, nationalism, served of hot. I'm going to end with this a spot that we're kind of, quite frankly, mesmerized with about Governor DeSantis. We'll see you back tomorrow. Think you know Ron DeSantis? Think again. In Congress, DeSantis voted three separate times to cut Social Security. That's right, three times over three years. Worse, DeSantis voted to cut Medicare two times. DeSantis even voted to raise the retirement age to 70. The more you learn about DeSantis, the more you see he doesn't share our values. He's just not ready to be president. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the... War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.